0: Welcome to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, Ash McDonald, mom of three, therapist turned holistic business coach and cyclical planning expert. I went from burnout and hiding the messy behind the scenes of my business to being a shamelessly ambitious in-flow CEO. On this show, you'll learn from shamelessly ambitious entrepreneurs just like yourself about how to ditch the shame, increase energy, and get more done with less effort. We are shedding light on what entrepreneurship really entails, sharing secrets to biohack your business, and learning how to therapeutically shift your CEO mindset to help you become the laser-focused, ultra-present, and shamelessly ambitious woman you deserve to be. I am so glad you're here, my friend. Let's dive in. Oh my goodness. I am so excited today to have a guest on who I met in a mastermind who I've been able to work alongside and watch grow and expand and make so many massive life-changing moves in so many different ways. And of course, another mom, another business owner. This is Holly Haynes. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me on Shamelessly Ambitious. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much.
1: It's such an honor and it's been so fun to see this podcast come to life. Yes, it's
0: so exciting. So, I really just want to start with who you are, where are you, and who are your VIPs, which, for those who do not know, is your very important people, the people you do it all for.
1: Yeah, I love that. So, I'm Holly Haynes. I'm actually in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I have twins who I would call my VIPs who are almost eight. Um, I have a stepdaughter who's 22. My husband and I have been married for 15 years Um, and I work full-time and run a full-time business, like very full-time business and a very full-time job. Um, And I started my business in January of 2020 after a decent network marketing um, career and decided to pivot. And then two months in COVID head, which is where Ashley and I met, um, in a mastermind and have just been like pivoting and managing all the things, um, since.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us who you serve and why I fundamentally believe that typically with women, cause we're so passion driven, so empathetic, just this, this feminine nature that we carry that Most of our, I haven't heard anyone yet, but most of our businesses in the space of like deep passion, going through something that now we want to bring someone else through or serve others through. So I'd love to hear who do you serve and why?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'll tell a story of how I got to who I serve. And that was, I was convinced that my role in life was to have this like big corporate career. I worked for some of the big five consulting firms for almost 15 years Um, and part of that, I got my master's degree in business, um, and international studies. And I was like, yes, like these, this company's paying for it. Like I'm doing the thing. And I remember like sitting in the class and Jenny from Jenny's ice cream came to talk. I don't know if you like Jenny's ice cream, but she's, if you don't follow her, you should, she's very inspiring, but, and she was talking about how she had this idea to start this business and it was different, right? Like if you've ever had her ice cream, it's like these crazy flavors. And it's like, uh, you know, a pint is like $10 or something. Like, it's just a different model. And she was like, I, I want to do things differently. And at the be, this was, I don't know, 12 years ago. So it was definitely like the beginning of her journey. And I remember leaving the class thinking like, well, I wanted, like, I could do something like that. Like I'm creative. Like I have the skills, I have the knowledge, like, why not? Do something different where I can make an impact. And if you follow her, you know that she's like very into helping small businesses and it's more than just ice cream. So I, long story short, I was like ice cream inspired me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get through school. And then um, ended up having the twins. And I remember just sitting there thinking like something has to change, like something has to be different. So I didn't really know like where that was going to come from. Um, I ended up starting a women's leadership group, like within my, the company that I worked for was sort of like sparked some energy around, oh, this is really fun. Like I can teach like what I've learned and like how I'm juggling now newborn twins and working and people like really resonated with it. Um, And then I sort of dove into network marketing by accident, like I think most of us do. And it kind of stuck. Like I ended up building a team and was making some money off of it. And I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. And people kept asking me like, well, how are you doing that? How are you... Like, At this point, the twins were like two. And I was doing a decent amount of work, both in my career and my business. And you know, I think everyone always has that like turning point. And for me, it was sort of a mix of that, like sitting, listening to Jenny talk about her inspiring ice creams. And then thinking like, you know, five years later, here I am with like a small business and kids. And I was like completely burnt out. Like I was spending every waking minute working. Like, you know, you always hear like, well, work in pockets of time. And so I was working at like midnight and 1am and getting up at 430. And I was like, I can't do this forever. Like it has to change. Um, So in January of 2020, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to, I created a challenge. I like a good checklist and a challenge. And I'm going to pivot and I'm going to teach like what I was inspired by in grad school, like 10 years ago and say, you know what? Like I want to teach women how to build a business without burnout in a way where they can build structures and systems um, that work for them. And I have a 20 year consulting corporate strategy background. So I've been doing it for Fortune 500 companies for years. So I was like, let's just flip the model and make it work for small women businesses. Um, And that's what I did. So it's kind of a mesh of like personal experience, burnout, and like, you know, really
0: taking the time to figure out what you're passionate about. Totally. And we will have Holly's information in the show notes because you have to follow her. She, (laughs) her and I talk a lot about the same things. Honestly, we have a lot yeah. of very parallel belief systems, which is obviously a reason why I would have you come on here is because yeah, I don't believe that burnout is, is worth all of the, the things that we do to get there. Right. Like it happens, yeah. it happens to all of us all the time and there's yeah. no preventing it per se, but it's not something that we want to like go as fast as we can running towards. Right. <laughs> it's not, yeah, you
1: can't sustain it. Like I, no. I remember sitting at my kitchen counter, like Holly, you can't do this for another five years. Like you're, there's going to be nothing left. Your kids aren't going to know you. And like, it's not going to matter if you have a successful business or not, because you're not even enjoying like the small wins that are happening
0: with it. Yeah. Oh, that's so huge. So one of the big, big things we talk about on this show when specifically talking to guests is the concept of burnout. And so I'd love to hear just your experience, any insight that you have and, and really just help me to help normalize this topic and when it shows up and how it shows up and what it looks like for women based on your experience.
1: Yeah. So one, anyone that tells you they're never burnt out is a lie because I mean, I feel like you and I both specialize in not burning out and it still happens. Yes. <laughs> so it's that's still like a normal activity, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you're trying to normalize it for me, like anxiety is a big thing. Like I never had anxiety before I had my business and kids and like, I have trouble sleeping or I just want to work more. Like for me, because I'm an Enneagram three, Uh like working for me is how I deal with stress. And at some point, like the work, it does. It's not going to get you to the next level, and it's not going to get rid of the stress. Um, so those are like the warning signs for me. The other things I I say are warning signs are the three S's: is snacking, snoo- snacking, um, snoozing, and scrolling. Like okay. I will notice that my um, my time on social media increases because I'm like starting to compare, and I'm like watching what other people are doing, and I'm just like scrolling not intentionally, which everyone does once in a while, but it usually just increases more. Um, I start to hit snooze because I feel really tired and overwhelmed. And I I always say like, I feel like I'm walking through mud. Like I'm just like really exhausted Um, scrolling and then snacking. Like for me, like that's like just I instead of doing what I should be doing, I'm like standing in front of the pantry. (laughs) So (laughs) When I see those things start to happen, I'm like, okay, we've got to like dial this in a little bit. Um, and I will say the, the biggest thing that I have learned in the last even year in terms of dialing it in is like, I call it going off the grid. Like, and it used to scare me so much to like not be on social media. And I try really hard. And I know you do too, to normalize, like I'm not going to be on social this weekend and that's okay. I'll share some pictures, you know, on Sunday or Monday when I get back, of like what we did, but that typically will solve all problems for me in addition to sleep. Like if I can just get away from the social media noise and get a couple extra hours of sleep, I typically feel better. Um, When I'm in like a really big burnout cycle, I try really hard to just prioritize like what's the most important thing that you can do right now. Um, And I like to think of my business in terms of seasons. So like after a big launch, I tend to take a break. Like we just launched our new planners um, last week. So I'm actually going um, away for the weekend, um, to actually to Wisconsin in the middle of nowhere. So like my phone probably won't work and that will be exactly what I need to like reset.
0: Um, oh, yes. I know that's a really long answer, but that's, oh, that's I love what I've I noticed. I love it. We totally speak the same same language. Everything that you were saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I'm sure you may have seen just a couple of weeks ago. I took a full week in Washington by I myself full retreat. Like, I just got to get away. Now I did have service, I did do some work stuff, but it was primarily around restoration. And the truth was, I had so many people reach out that were like, How are you doing this? I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah. I wish I could do this. And yeah. I just wanted to take everybody and like shake them, but you can and you deserve I know. it. It's like it's life-giving and it's necessary. I am obsessed with the three S's. I think that that is clear cut. It's so easy, and every time that everyone that you explain, I'm like, uh huh, yeah, that's totally me. I can, I can picture myself. You can probably pick one, right? Like for me, it's standing in the pantry,
1: like eating a bag of popcorn, and I'm like, oh. You know, it's happening again. Like I have to do
0: something different. But it's all of it, right? Because when we are scrolling on our phone and we're not doing anything but aimlessly scrolling, it's our way of avoiding whatever emotions are coming up for us, right? It's our Mm. way of stepping aside. And I do love, 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 love stepping aside from social media on the weekends to clear my brain. Because the truth is, we can't deny social media has been such a, a catalyst for so many of our businesses as small business owners and as women, and it's powerful. But if we mm-hmm. don't boundaries around it, it can also steal so much from our lives. And I will say, just like a tiny tip, I do my weekend recaps on Mondays. I have the highest view rate ever on those days. Yeah, dates. me too. Right. So there's yeah, all so it strategies. actually will work for you. Yeah.
1: So my most Most of my readers um, or listeners work full time, right? So like Sunday nights are like their thing. So I tend to go off the grid like early Friday afternoon because I know that most people who are working are also doing the same. Like no one wants to be scrolling then. Um, And then I'll come back like Sunday evening and it's like by far the highest views that I get. So it's a good strategy if you're trying to like grow. And I think it's, it's setting the example. And I think that's one of the things that we both do is like, you don't have to be on social media all the time. Like you don't have to share every single
0: thing. Um, And it's healthy to take a break. Like it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that you mentioned um, was anxiety. And Mm -hmm. again, I think this is one of those topics that really brings about a ton of shame for women, whether it's shame in like the sense that they feel it or shame in like not knowing if it is that, or just the whole mental wellness area in general tends to, carry a lot of shame. So if you're open to it, I'd love to hear a little bit of how anxiety shows up for you. And yeah, what that, what that is just, I think normally is talking about stuff, right?
1: Well, I think like, you know, even a couple of years ago, I wasn't even sure like what anxiety was like, people would say like, Oh, I'm experiencing anxiety. And I'm like, well, I feel like I'm stressed all day long. So I don't Mm -hmm. know what like this means. Um, but what I have found is for me, like my chest feels super heavy. Like it's almost like it's hard to breathe. Um, and it doesn't go away. Right. So like a lot of times it's like when I first wake up in the morning or like in the evenings. Um, and it's, so for me, that's like a sign of like, okay, like what, Like what is bothering you and like how typically anxiety for me is like worrying about something that is about to happen or something that has happened in the past and trying to get past it. Um, So for me, the way that I have dealt with it is, well, my husband jokes that I have a team, right? So I've got like a mastermind, a coach, a therapist, um, a nutritionist, like it's crazy. Like it sounds ridiculous on paper, but it actually really helps to have that like community to just talk through things. Um, And I'm the type of person that I keep all of my emotions inside. Like it's, I would just, I'll just work through it. Like that's how I normally respond. The three, Um, I'm with you there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like having
1: somebody that I know is going to ask me like, well, what's really happening has been really helpful. Um, And then journaling again, I would rather get up and just work because I have a super crazy schedule. It's easier for me to just get up and work, but I make myself take that like intentional time to just like brainstorm, write things out. I'm not like a huge writer. So I don't have like pages of things, but, um, just like trying to get out, like what's in my head or asking myself questions, like what's really going on? Like, what
0: are you like? What is really bothering you? And like, how do you move past it? Yeah, I love that. I think you're right. Like having community and people around you is priceless. I was telling my trainer the other day, and yes, I said trainer. I was telling him, <laughs> I was like, I don't feel like I'm very bougie. And then I literally was like, I got to go at my massage starts, and he goes, I thought you weren't bougie, and I'm like, I'm right, like, I'm bougie in the wellness way, right? <laughs> I've got my team of wellness experts, my nutritionists, all the things you said. I'm like, yes, I have that. Yes, I have that. But yeah, it, that is so valuable, right? Because what we're saying here is that it's not simply about strategy in your business for success. It's about mm-hmm. strategy in your life and how are you taking care of yourself and how are you aware of the things that you're facing? And yeah, I think if you don't have those people right now, journaling is an incredible methodology for this. My favorite practice is to literally put a timer on music, candle, all the vibes, but then to journal like pen to paper for a at least five minutes long. Okay. Yeah. I do a five minute timer too. Cause yeah. I like, it's all my brain can handle, but I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because at that two and a half minute mark, you've kind of lost that that edge inside that's telling you this is stupid. You don't know what to say. There's nothing wrong with you. All these things are, you should be working, right? All of a sudden your subconscious will take over and it will start to show you what is going on and like what you need to focus on and where you need support. So I love that. I love that. So I am super excited because one of the reasons why I had you on today was to talk about something that you talk about often with your clients, which is the three themed days to run a full-time business on a part-time schedule. And I'm just so excited to hear this. I know my audience is going to just eat this up.
1: Yeah. So I'll start with, again, I work full-time and my business is also very full-time. And so I have to be very strategic with what I'm doing and when. And at the beginning, my goal was to have, I would say, an 8 to 10-hour work week for my business. And when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's not a lot of time. But when you multiply that times 52 weeks a year, like that's a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. So if you're super consistent with it, it really does work. Um, So the way that I sort of set up my theme days is Monday through Friday, I set aside one hour. Now you can totally do more than this or less, totally up to you. Just an example. Um, And then on Saturday mornings, again, because I do work full time, On um, before my kids are up, I will have a two hour session, which is like my creative session Mm -hmm. where I am like not answering emails, but like thinking about strategy or mapping out my next launch or whatever those big things are. Um, And then on Sundays, I have one hour where I'm planning the week. So that's how I like map out my work time. But then within that, I layer in themes so that I know when I wake up, like on Monday morning, what I'm focused on. So a lot of people talk about having a CEO day during their week, which I do. Um, mine is on Monday. And for me, Sundays are really stressful because you know, you're planning all the things to go into the week. Your kids probably are busy. Uh, you've got like 100 forms to fill out, you're packing lunches, you're like trying to meal prep. It's like everything falls on Sunday. And I was like, I can't have this happen like going into the week. Like I am like a like a ball of stress on Sundays. So what I did was, is figured out a way where typically on my CEO days, I don't have a lot of meetings or I won't have any. So if I can control it in my day job, I will even take it that far. For my business, I try not to have any meetings. I will do a lot of like my content writing and basically set myself up for the week. So Tuesday through Friday are just execution days. So like if I have to get something to someone or create something like that is happening on Monday, I can plan for it on Sunday night, but I'm not actually creating it. So like taking that creation out of the weekend made a huge difference because then I wasn't like stressed of all the things that I had to get done on the weekend in addition to life and everything else. Um, And I knew that coming into Monday was my CEO day. So eight hour work week, one day is CEO day. Uh, If I had to pick three, I would say the next one is a client focused day. So this is where I am digging into my current customers. Um, or figuring out how to better serve ideal customers. So it kind of depends on where you're at with your business. But if I have like one-on-one calls or mastermind calls or whatever, I try to do them all on one day so that I know I can focus on that for that day. And I'm not switching between like, Oh, I'm going to do a podcast interview or I need to write content or whatever. Um, And then the last theme day that I would choose, and you can create whatever themes you want is I call it community day. So community day is where I am being an active member of my community. So I'm going in and maybe engaging in Instagram or I'm going into different Facebook groups that I like, or maybe I'm um, speaking on different podcasts or pitching different podcasts. But it's a way where I am sort of giving back to the community, right? Because if you think about how you're growing and scaling your business, like you want it to be this like, network and a circle. Um, but it takes some, some brain power, right? So I know like, okay, Monday, I'm just going to prepare and get all the things together. Client days. I know like where my focus is. And then community day, um, is another example of a day that you can create. It doesn't mean I'm doing it all day. It just means for my business hours, like that's what I'm focused on. You can also create, different days. If those don't work for you, like you could have a press day or you could even have, like, I have a couple of clients who their business is just getting started. And they're like, I really just need to get my life in order. And I was like, okay, well have a CEO day, but your CEO day might look a little different than mine. Like maybe you're cleaning out your closet or going to the grocery store or whatever that is. It's just strategically themed. So when you wake up in the morning, like, you know, like, okay, this is the one focus for my day
0: when I have time to do it, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. It makes so much sense. And it's so good because <laughs> our brains, you know, they take an average of seven to eight minutes to catch up when we change from one topic, one idea, one thing that we're working on to the next, right? So if you are writing an email and then you look over on your phone, you are now seven to eight minutes delayed before you can really get back into focus gear. So this is a big reason yeah. why we have to have like Conscious effort into staying in one area. So these theme days are genius, especially when you're trying to fit it in. So this is for women who are building businesses. That maybe you're a mom full time at home. Yeah, and manage like where do I fit in my business? And it's that nap time hustle, as you say, right? But it yeah. is the two hours that you're utilizing with a theme. I love it. Instead of sitting down thinking, what do I even do? What should I focus on? What should yeah. my intention be right now?
1: Yeah, and I have some clients, you know that maybe work from home or maybe don't have a full-time job and they have their their kids all day. And then they have one day a week where maybe like the grandma watches the kids for a couple hours. So I'm like, okay, on that day, what's your theme for that day? Like maybe... Wednesdays when grandma has the kids is business day, but Tuesday is like organized house day. And Monday, maybe your CEO day is like doing an activity with the kids. Like you could totally flip it to whatever works for like you and your family. But when you consistently repeat it, it'll it'll start helping you, right? So like if somebody asks you to do something, you can be like, well. I can't do that on Thursday because my mom has the kids, but can we do it Wednesday instead? And that way you're protecting your boundaries of what you're doing um, and the goals that you set to get done. Absolutely. I mean, I have
0: chore days, so this is, yeah. this is perfect. I have days that we do, we do kids laundry every Tuesday and every Friday, like yeah. those days. So we know that's that first thing in the morning is we're getting all these dang kids clothes in the washer. I actually just went into my laundry room and the dryer is just full of clothes, and I I laughed at myself because I just shut it and I turned the light off and I went out and said, "Not today." <laughs> I just I yeah. Say, right? Some days you gotta. But it helps it. you make decisions, right? Yeah. It does. It does. It helps to simplify things. Ah, this is so good. Holly, I think that there's so much more that you have to give and that these amazing women who are listening need to hear. So I'd love to hear where are you? Where can they find you? Where can they binge you? I know you've got a podcast of your own. So tell yeah. them.
1: Yeah. So the easiest place is just to go to hollymariehaines.com. You can download the podcast, which is called Crush the Rush, which talks all about how to like get out of the daily rush and actually like focus on the things um, that matter. Uh, I also have a productivity quiz. If you're into that, you can take the quiz and it'll give you like curated results based on your personality. And we mix in some business strategy there, which is super fun. So the website is the easiest place, but I also hang out on Instagram quite a bit. And it's Holly underscore Marie underscore
0: Haynes. Yes. And there's so much good stuff there. Plus, you have products. I'm just going to make you. I do. Yes. <laughs> because I have I'm so bad at this them. part. Yeah. <laughs> so we
1: came out with our um, quarterly planner. Oh, so good. Gosh, it's almost a year old, but every quarter we have a new theme. Um, and we just came out with a new theme uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, they're really fun. Oh. And they're actually in Home Goods. If you're in Canada, the planners are in Home Goods um, in Canada in a very limited quantity, so you can go oh swipe God. one up um, or go to the website, and they're there too.
0: That is so amazing! Congratulations, that is huge. So thank I you, ask, because I'm like I covet celebration. How did you celebrate the fact <laughs> that you have a product in Home Goods? I, you know, I've done a really bad job of celebrating that because it kind of just
1: happened. Um, But we're going on like a little mini family vacation um this weekend. So it's kind of a mix of like I tried to plan the planner launch and some of business goals that I had in the fall around um fall in Ohio, which if you live in Ohio, basically after November it's like gray and dark. So we're um taking a a family break um and going to enjoy the season a little bit. So maybe
0: that's a celebration.
1: (laughs) I should do something more for real.
0: It is. It's a huge deal. I'm so, (laughs) so happy for you. Uh, Well, we have one final question. The question I ask every guest who comes on and that is, what does it mean to you to be shamelessly ambitious? Yeah, I love this question.
1: And one of my favorite quotes as of late is consistency trumps talent every time. And so for me, like, I mean, running a business is hard. Being a mom is hard. Like, it's just, there's a lot of hard things that are happening in the world right now. And I think the best thing you can do is set an example of how to be consistent in a way that's going to last you like long-term. So, you know, for me, that's, I get up super early every day. I'm really consistent with it, but I also go to bed really early. So it's just like the little things that, you know, you're trying to accomplish, but just remember like those small baby steps are going to pay off if you're consistent.
0: Oh, I love it. So good. Well, Holly, thank you so much for your time, your energy, just being here today, all the amazing things that you put onto the world, and your vulnerability, honestly, because it's not always easy to talk about things like anxiety and burnout. And yeah, we face. So, I think you have just made a massive impact, just even on this podcast. But I know you do so much more outside of it. So, thank you for your time, especially being a mom of twins, running yeah. your, own business, working for a company. I mean, you are killing it, and I know everybody is so grateful you were here. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let this act as your daily reminder that you are exactly who you're supposed to be. I'm just here to hold the mirror up long enough for you to see it. If you love this episode, I would be so endlessly grateful if you'd leave a review and share it with your people so they can become shamelessly ambitious too. And as always, screenshot this episode, tag me when you share it on IG and never, ever hesitate to reach out with any questions you have. I'll see you next time.